What's up, everybody? This is episode three of The Magic Life with DJ Augustine. And our special guest today is Luther Freeman. I feel like it was a good episode today. You know, he's a motivational speaker, celebrity trainer. I'm sure a lot of people who are listening or watching follow him on Instagram. So I think it's just a different kind of path we took as opposed to interviewing one of your teammates today. Yeah, it's definitely something different. Um, you know, he's a guy that's not really an athlete, but he trains a lot of athletes, uh, celebrities, and um, it, was a, it was a fun episode. Augustine for three. He thrills it. <laughs> DJ Augustine. First of all, I want to thank and I appreciate my brother. He's a celebrity trainer. He's an entrepreneur. The list goes on, man. I want to thank Luther Freeman for joining us today. Luther, appreciate you, man. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yes, sir. Appreciate, appreciate it. that as well. Yeah, for sure. So we're going to jump into it, man. You know, um, what as a child, like, did you see yourself being where you are today? Like, was it a trainer all the way? Like, what got you started? What, what got you to this point? Like, did you see this? Did you foresee this growing up? I had an interesting uh, perspective on what was happening to me in my life as a kid. First of all, my parents, they shouldn't have been together. Mm. However, they're good people, but you know how that works. You right. know? And um, my, my father, he was a, a person that, he was a, a dreamer and he, he believed in anything, no matter what it was. Mm -hmm. You know, he played sports and he played in the a ABA and he messed up his knee mm -hmm. and he really didn't get a chance to do much. And so he put a ball in my hand, he, you know, football and basketball and baseball. Mm -hmm. And so he introduced me to swimming and sprinting on the street, you know, and, and you know, and when I turned around to walk back to the line, he take the cone and make it further. And make right. it, man, this 50 yards is yeah. crazy, you know? <laughs> so he introduced me to hard, what hard work was like, and I just got a, a, attached to hard work. Right. You know, right. In, in a way that I got addicted to the process of challenging myself. Mm -hmm. And so I've always been a physical and mental, you know, person, right. you know? And he, his, how do I say it? He always had issues with my mom and my mom always had issues with him. So it was almost like, don't be like your dad. When you grow up, don't meet a person like your mom. Mm -hmm. So it was very hard for me. Right. So I needed something to, to give me hope. And I used R&B music. I used music and I used watching sports. Mm -hmm. So that's really what the person you see today is a person that had to focus mm -hmm. on something else. Right, right. You know, a lot of people look at me as a fitness person, but as you know, everything comes from here. Right. And in this conversation, in this conversation, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm be transparent with you. Anything you ask me, and I'm just basically, I want people to hear how I truly got here, mm -hmm. even if it, you know, makes my eyes get a little right. weird. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You spoke on it like mentally, like. For the people that's listening, how important is it to be mentally focused on your dreams or things that you're doing or things that you want to do in life that can take you to the top, you know, where you are today? It's, it's, very, it's very important. Uh, for example, people always told my father, hey, the way you, the way you pushing your son, he, he going to go crazy. Mm -hmm. He going to go crazy. And I said to myself, man, either, either everybody else is right or whatever he see in me, he's right. right. He crazy as hell. <laughs> so whatever he sees, I want to see if it's real. Right. 
So when he go to bed, I'm going to go out there and run a couple sprints. Mm-hmm. So people used to always think, oh, he pushing, he pushing that boy too hard. That boy going to grow up, he going to go crazy, he going to kill his dad. Mm-hmm. They, they thought he was crazy. But I'm saying, well, you know what? I want to see who's right. And the more I started putting in work, the more I started seeing the reward. Mm-hmm. You know, the little the turkey trots and the, yeah. you know, and the, the Christmas rallies. I'm getting first place and I'm diving across the finish line. I just want to see if he's right. All right. So, hey, man, you got first. I don't care about first. Hey, Dad, I won. Yeah. You're a winner. All right. Oh, what is that? What is that winner thing? Okay. And so, all right. So once I realized that what he sees is something that I can actually, once I realized he was right over everyone else, mm-hmm. my goal turned into from me trying to discover if he was right to me trying to prove him right so I can show others that the right you see in me, it's in you too. All right. So you, so you mentioned your dad, you know, him pushing you like that. Is that one of your methods, like, as a trainer, do you use some of his strategies, like how he used to push you, and do you use that with your clients, or you know, do you see any resemblance of, of how your dad pushed you as a kid? Do you see you doing that with your clients or that's people a, you train? That's an interesting question. It, it is because the concept of belief is powerful. Mm-hmm. You could be a, a, a person on the street who never, I, I took two girls, all they did was, was smoke and drink every day. Mm-hmm. They worked at the dollar store. And I told those girls, I see more in you. Mm-hmm. I made them believe mm-hmm. that there was something in them that they never seen before. Right. And so they jumped on the backs of my belief. They said, well, I don't believe in nothing, so let me ride, let me ride this wave and see what to do. So they were working to not they they wanted to make me proud, mm-hmm. not themselves. I gotta I gotta at least try. And by them trying to to follow my belief, they end up discovering their own. And essentially, that's what happened with my father. Mm-hmm. So he it, it was more like I, he believed in me. So I gotta. Most people are are not real enough. They're not true friends. They're not they're not they're not great enough parents because coming up in Pensacola, Florida, you know, in the hood. You either got to play football or play basketball mm-hmm. or, or do what I did. But it's, he's saying, I don't care what you do. You can be gay. You can be you know, bisexual. Mm-hmm. You can be whatever you, whatever you, you can be straight. You mm-hmm. can be a basketball player. You could be a piano player. I don't care what you do. I believe in you and you're going to be the best. Right. People don't do that. They box you in. Mm-hmm. So when he said, well, you're, you're great, it, it puts you in a situation that you accept that it can be you. Because mm-hmm. when you never have somebody that, just like my wife, I give her, I give her, she wanted to do, have a coffee shop, I bought her the most top of the line <laughs> coffee machine yeah. we have in the house. Whatever she say, I put it there. I'm, right. Hey, I'm here. You want to sing? What we do all morning. Mm-hmm. Five o'clock in the morning. We're, la, 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 la. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> She's like, dang, this dude, I got to practice because for the belief that he has in me. Yeah. So it's really all about belief. So when I'm training a person or I'm trying to inspire a person to get up out of bed in the morning, hey, man, you know I only did this because of you. Mm -hmm. They're doing it for me. That's big. That's big. You mentioned, you know, your your wife, you know, I know y'all work together a lot. Um, How is it working with your partner, you know, the person you love, building a brand, building a legacy? How is that, you know, having somebody that has your back at all times? what is that experience like? It's life changing because you, it, you I'm going to go right to, to, 
to the negative because the negative is the most positive. Mm -hmm. Anything, if I have a, 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 let's say I'm a client, you're a client of mine and I'm helping you with my marketing ability mm -hmm. or I have an interior design company, I do marketing, I do a lot of things. So if I'm, we may have an issue, a personal issue. A lot of the issues that I could have on the outside world, I first have them on the inside world. Because mm -hmm. a lot of times, excuse my language, when your, when your shit stink, mm -hmm. you, when you single, you be, yeah. you smell your <laughs> it, it normally don't stink that bad. But, let's, yeah. but, if, but if I smell your gas, yeah. it, you know, it, yeah. it, it smell, bro, you right. stink. Yeah. So when you have somebody that tell you that you stink because mm -hmm. they, you know. They truly mean, yeah. Yeah, they, you, 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 you have a better opportunity to, to change yourself. Mm -hmm. So we challenge each other in our relationship mm -hmm. and we keep it real. You know, even in the most small, in, in, even our people on the outside, they may look at us, man, she'll say, hey, babe, uh, those shoes look weird. Mm -hmm. we, we're straight up about it. Right. You know, right. hey, when you're speaking, I tell her, don't say like, because mm -hmm. you're making me say like. If I'm not comparing it to something, why are we saying like? If I say like, I'll say it was not like. Right. You have I have to, you know, the art, you know, that book, whatever. I have to unf myself. All I have right. to say if, if I'm if I'm comfortable enough to, to make that mistake, then mm -hmm. I'm comfortable enough to either apologize to you about it, or I'm comfortable enough to say it was not it. Because you have to make a call of action to a mistake that gotcha. you that you created. Because if I offend you, I know I'm going over here, but if, so if I offend you and people heard it, then they deserve to hear my heart when I feel that I was wrong. Right. What's gonna make that change? When the emotional experience I have of apologizing to you in front of people, mm -hmm. it's gonna make me feel bad. Man, hopefully next time I don't do that. So the emotional experience I have of admitting that I was wrong is gonna remind me to do better next time. Right. You see what I'm saying? So we have these little rules that we have in mm -hmm. our personal lives together that in business, you can be the worst client ever, the worst business partner ever. We we deal with the worst of each other in a in a in a very, you know, good way, mm -hmm. you know, logical way. Right. So that's the best part about it. That's great. Yeah. And I know we we talked before y'all came. Uh, y'all got the thirty day transformation. Yes. I told her. Remember, I did it with you. Yes. I did it. So yes. I told him how you had me eat salmon. For like, <laughs> you made yeah. me made me eat salmon like for breakfast, lunch, and dinner yeah. for like seven days straight. And I told him like I lost like thirteen pounds in a week. You know, and I didn't understand why I was doing it. Yeah. I knew it was a science behind it, That's but right. like we talked about like what's the science? I, I don't I don't want you to give away your, your secrets. Yeah. But what's the science well, behind? So I'm sure after day six. You didn't want to smell. <laughs> you probably to day two. I was done, man. But nah, you know, what's the science behind well, it? You know, uh, and we are not the salmon people, as John Sally was referring <laughs> us to. And, uh, no, um, that's just one, you know, way of doing things. Uh, D Wade, he he, I'd use fruit, mm. fruit and vegetables for his for his cleansing. He lost ten pounds in his first two days. So yeah. there's many different ways to do it, but that's one way people like. Two, days, uh, two months ago, Penny said, hey, I'm doing salmon. I said, you don't got to do salmon? Nah, it, it right, worked. You right, know? Yeah. But anywho, um, when I was in college, I uh, was studying health service administration and health sciences. And I would raise my hand and say, okay, can you build muscle and burn fat at the same time? Oh, can you do this? Can you do that? Uh, what's the best? What's the best? I got kicked out of class a lot in college mm -hmm. for, asking, for challenging my professors. Mm -hmm. So I'll say that to say this. 
Oh, I'm sorry. The last time, the, la the final straw when I got kicked out the last time before I learned to shut my mouth was <laughs> I said, okay, we all learn the same information. Who going to get hired over who? So at that point, when he couldn't answer that question after he kicked me out, I realized that I got to learn what we all learning so I could learn how to debunk everything we're being taught. Mm -hmm. Because this can't be true. Because if it was, it would be less of us. Because if it's, this information is accurate, it would be more out there. Mm -hmm. this, this, this auditorium is filled up. Right. So I learned just to unlearn. Mm -hmm. You know. So I said I had to say this. I said, okay, hey, man, I don't feel comfortable charging you. So your girl, she's one body type. Can I help her? Hey, girl, you this body type, can I help you? So I help different girls at different body structures mm -hmm. to learn how their bodies react. And I did it with myself. How much of that is trial and error? Because I have to imagine, like, with so many different body types, that, that would be the case. It, it, it was trial and error, error but I, once I learned, oh, this body type does this. This body type is different to that body type, but they, in the beginning, they need the same process and starting. And once their body changes, then I give them that person that structure. Mm -hmm. You know, but a lot of people, as we all do, we I may say, let's say I'm we're both muscular, but in two different capacities. We may start the same way. You might say, well, we're doing the same thing. Well, we have similar limbs. So as we change then the change happens. So that's how the plan works. Mm. You know, there's certain body types that need certain things. And once you start changing, that's when it gets fun, you know? And so when I look at a person, I, I, I normally, I ain't gonna, I don't wanna do it on camera. But <laughs> I, I can say, you know, you're a size two, or you're a size four because of your hips, but mainly you're two because you're small up top, you know, or I could just do that. Mm. And you don't got to tell me if I'm right or wrong. I'm just, I wouldn't guess. <laughs> but that's well, what I could actually, do. Well, actually, I'm not. <laughs> so, and, and a little fun story. Uh, Vernon Davis is a good friend of mine. He was uh, one of the first athletes that I've ever trained. You know, so, uh, and that's a funny story. But, so we were, we were going to, uh, what's that place? Flight Club in New York. Okay, And yeah. he said, man, I was right. He said, man, you, you look crazy, man. Mm -hmm. He said, um, how you help all these people? All these people, all these transformations I see. I said, uh, what's your girl size? He said, I don't know. I said, you don't know your girl size? <laughs> man, you, you, you take a shopping mall. <laughs> you know? And I said, uh, ask her to text you a picture. She texted him a picture. I said, she's a size 10. I said, ask her. She said it. He said, you're hired. Mm, and that's, that's how crazy. I got him as my first person. That's and crazy. on that flight, I started learning more about who I was. Yeah. I'm looking at people on the flight. Hey, man. I could tell anybody what size, I was, I was, I could have went to the circus and made a million dollars. <laughs> uh, oh, this, you're there. I started telling people what I can do. And I realized, yo, I'm, all those people I trained in school, I'm able to look at a body type and I can just break it down without seeing it. Mm -hmm. And that's how the science, it was already there, but because I'm a perfectionist, I'm very meticulous mm -hmm. about everything I do. Right. You know? Yeah. So that's how it started. I, you know, they don't know that. A lot mm -hmm. of people that that body, the body program, they just think that they're getting information, but they don't understand. I can look at them and tell them what's happened. I can look at you and tell you whether or not you didn't drink all your water or eat all your meals. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. I'd be scared because yeah. I never yeah. drink water. That's crazy. Um, well, I do, but not, <laughs> not nearly as much as I should. Right. Yeah, that's crazy. So, yeah. I mean, you know, you, you said about Vernon Davis being your, your um, first client. You know, we know you, you work with Steve Harvey, mm -hmm. uh, D-Wade, like... What what are some of those uh 
what are those some some of those people's mindset like you know because we look at athletes we know they train because of their job most of the time but like your other clients like the Steve Harveys and the, the singers or whoever you you train like what are their mindset how do they get themselves motivated to to work out and train what is it or, or do they need you more than anything to push hmm. them that's an interesting question um I can't help but to, but to share this because I, I think this is this is gonna make a uh, make a shift for someone out there. I think it's important to believe in yourself. I'm gonna answer that question, but I have to say this because do you know? I, you know, I helped Vernon and his girl. And you know what he said to me? He said, "I want to create the Vernon and Luther, whatever." You know, me being well, 25 years old, he said, "Hey, move, move. you're here, but stay here." Mm -hmm. You know, he was playing for the um, 49ers, the top player in the right. NFL. You know, body issue, boom, 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 you know. And um, he, he said, hey, let's do this. Let's take over all of the headquarters here because there's a lot of headquarters out there. And you'll use my name. Mm -hmm. You know, you'll make a couple hundred thousand, two, three hundred thousand. I said, Vernon, I, I can't do it. He said, why? I said, well, I don't know what's for me. And I know how hard I work. So I don't want to shortchange what I believe I could be. Mm -hmm. So it's better for me to cash my own check right. than cash the one that you've written down because I don't know what that is. Mm -hmm. And my check might triple your check in the next year. Right. And it did two years. That's crazy. That's crazy. So that's that self that self belief that your dad taught you. you know? That's right. Yeah, so at twenty five, he you know I could have got two to three hundred thousand. Mm. By twenty seven, I was making that, and before I turned thirty, I was making millions. Right. So. Imagine I could have been tied under his name or under Steve Harvey's name. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, so much so, you asked me a question about belief and did you know you were going to be here? My answer is yes. When I say here, what do you think I mean? As a, as a you mean here, top, you mean I mean like in a, my life. In your life, like. What if I told you here? So this is a book, What I Want to Be When I Grow Up. I was nine years old when I wrote this book. Oh, you wrote that? Yeah, because that's what I'm telling you. you. People see me as a trainer, but they don't understand how you are a, such a successful businessman. But it's because the training is here. I'm more of a mental transformation of the mind type person. And when I exercise, it's, it's, because, of, it's because of whatever's in here. Mm -hmm. I want to teach people what's in here. And that's why the questions that you're asking me, you know, it's good questions. I can't help but to give more of mm -hmm. it. You know what I'm saying? Because it's so much more, you know. And I, I'm, that's what my, what my first book is about. Mm. Check this out. This book was, a, it was a dedicated to myself, right? Because I gotta, you, gotta, you gotta claim it, you gotta right. speak it. For yeah. sure. I'm no good at basketball. I wish on a star that two basketball stars would help me with my basketball skills. <laughs> <laughs> I looked outside and saw Charles Barkley and Alonzo Mourning. You see the flat top. <laughs> <laughs> You drew that too? Yeah. I love it. You know, my dad, hey, hey, you could be it. You could be it. I'm, he helped, he's believing for me. He told, he gave me permission to believe for myself, mm -hmm. which is what I do for people. We won 127 to 129. I had a career high of 88 points. Okay, Alicia Kobe, right? <laughs> so they helped me shoot and get stronger. And now I'm ready for the big game. This was the, the weight bench in my house at That's the time. That's crazy. So my mind is already there. No. Well, I, won't, I won't give the teaser away. <laughs> so then I cannot wait until tomorrow. Tomorrow I have to play good so I can get drafted by a good team. What do you think happened when I got drafted? 
Where do you think I got drafted to? The reward for hard work and concentration is success. Hey, I made the, the team for the Orlando Magic. Uh, <laughs> this is me with my crazy. Orlando Magic uniform. That's crazy. All you have to do is try and believe in yourself. So when you ask me, did you think I would be here? Let I don't know if you mean here or here. Because uh, the power of manifestation is crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. That's nice, man. So thank that's you, Orlando Magic, for inviting me. That's crazy. To show me believing that I was supposed to be here. That's Thanks, crazy. Dad, for believing in me. Because that's all it takes. That's crazy. That's you crazy. You mentioned yeah. the word manifestation. And I feel like, at least from who I follow on social media and what I see, I feel like that's become such a popular word that we've seen in the last couple years. Everyone talks about the power of manifestation and what it can do and like the power of the mind and how what you attract, you bring in. What have you seen maybe in that movement lately? I'm glad you asked about that movement because my first book is all about how to actually help you get there. Because as you said, there's a lot of information on how mm -hmm. to do that, right? But what stops us from, from manifesting? What do you think it is? What, what is your opinion? I would, say, I would say like fear of, of failing. Uh, hmm. That's what yeah. I would say. That's what my book is some, about. Some people don't. So my book my, my, uh, is, a, is a, a term that I've coined and it's going to be in a dictionary. Mm. It's called dissatisfaction management. That's my first book. Mm. Learning how to manage your dissatisfaction will help to keep you focused on and possibly being satisfied. So the more or less satisfied you are, the more dissatisfied you are because you're never going to be fully satisfied. Right. Right. That's true. So if you, if you try to, to, to be happy with what you can do today, you, you, you aim to be satisfied with your efforts of trying to be satisfied mm -hmm. with being dissatisfied. Right. So what that means is, okay, I'm going to try my best to do what I can now in this moment. I'm going to grade my ability. I'm going to grade how hard or, or how, what I, what was my effort in this moment? Mm -hmm. I'm going to grade that. Wow. It was bumper to bumper traffic. Did you, did you get anxiety because, you know, you're worried about being late mm -hmm. or did you, Take an opportunity to read this or do that. What did you do in that moment to help you? And you grade yourself based off of what you did in that moment. And you, okay, it was, it was a success. Mm -hmm. That helps you look at right now. You know, so that helps you to manifest things into life. Because if you're, you're not putting that expectation on yourself, then you can do that. So you have to aim to be, to, to, to be okay. I used to paint a negative narrative of who I was. When I was in my 20s, mm. people say, oh, man, you, you know, you're 23 years old. You're making six figures. You're training people out on the street. No overhead. Yeah. I don't need to work in a facility for somebody to tell me to speak to somebody. Mm. So, yeah. But how you you know what, man? I try to do a reality show. I trained 30 people to try to transform them. And I, and I did it. And then the, the, the networks didn't believe that I did it. So they, they, they didn't want to take me on, on the show. Wow. You're a good trainer. Yeah, also, this is happening. I'm painting these negative, I'm trying to get, talk about the negative things that's happened to me because I'm too embarrassed about the successes that you're trying to give me. Mm -hmm. You're trying to tell me I'm good, but it's only because I see where I can be. So you're telling me where I, what you see in me is, is, a, is a, not an insult, but it, it, it hurts because you, it makes it, me think that, that that's my ceiling. Mm. Man, you made it. I'm saying, bro, you have no idea what I see. So let me talk about the negative to keep you from telling me something that's going to discourage me. But really, I appreciate it. Right. 
That's me being dissatisfied. So I had to learn how to manage that. Somebody giving you props, understand that they may not see you how your brain sees you. We try to help you. You feel me? You feel me? You feel me? We want people to see it. We'll be, you get me? You get me? Because mm. if, because if you don't get me, if I'm your friend and I don't get you, it's going to limit what you can be. Because mm. we always want, we want somebody to feel us. Am I tripping? A lot of times you are. Mm-hmm. You are. Right. But in a way that you're supposed to be tripping. Right. When Jordan jumped from the free throw, when, uh, when Dr. J jumped from the free throw line, he was tripping until he did it. <laughs> and now people doing it through the legs. Yeah, for sure. Shout out to AG. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? For sure. Yeah. Yeah. And when is your book coming out? For since you mentioned you have a book, so I'm, I'm aiming for the the. Mm, I'm a perfectionist, so <laughs> I'll say uh, I'm aiming for about April. April? Yeah, it could be sooner. Uh, it could be later. Okay. Yeah. So, what do you have? What are you working on? You're doing a lot. You do real estate. I got the real estate. Obviously, the team stuff, you know, I got my kids, my, my wife, my family. So that's where I'm at right now, you know. And, uh, you know, I'm I'm probably three, four, five maybe years from retirement. So um, it's a lot that I want to do when I'm done, when I can be hands-on, you know, and, and put more effort into it, you know. So that's where I'm at right now, for mm. sure. I don't, like the, I don't like the fact that people view, view – I don't like how they view athletes. Mm-hmm. They view you as any success that you have in your life is because you're an athlete. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm standing up for y'all. Mm-hmm. I wear jewelry and I dress like this. It's a costume. Mm-hmm. I like it, but more so I like it, gearing people right. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, you, play, you I, I play more basketball than you and I ain't even on it. <laughs> oh, you, you, you're a basketball player. And they think that because of how I carry myself. And, I, and, I, and I'm not trying to say that it's I don't like it, but I don't like it because you by you telling me I have to be it, that means that if you are it, we as we associate your success because you're out there, you go ahead and play. Right. But you're more than that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. For and sure. and that's what I want to change. Um as of December 13th, my wife and I were minority owners of Vitamin Shop, all 750 stores. Mm. Congratulations. Plus 750 yeah. stories. It's a billion-dollar company. Congratulations, Thank you. Man. Yeah, for sure. You know, so when someone says, oh, how did, okay, I heard you're a trainer. How do you have that? Mm. How do you have that? I heard you're a trainer. How, this doesn't make sense. Point net, point net. I just bought the new Phantom. How, that doesn't make sense. But it doesn't make sense because you're looking at what I am mm-hmm. versus who I am. Right. You see what I'm saying? Sure. And, and being on the call to, to get that deal to happen, to have talk to the CEO, to let her know, hey, I know you're twice my age. I know I'm a minority. You Google my name, you see trainer stuff, but you don't you don't know me until we had this conversation. Mm-hmm. And I I don't have to explain anything to you to tell you I'm already at the table. Yeah. I don't have to tell you why I should be here. Mm-hmm. And we feel that we have to do that. Are you someone that I need to know? Mm-hmm. I see your glittery shoes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we all are someone that we need to know. We all are that. Yeah, well, you you're a sure. baseball player or something? You know, and I want to change that narrative. And I'm glad that you're using your platform mm. to be able to say, hey, let me tell you a little something. You mm. think you think I got this good at this just by just being naturally God-given, having this God-given talent? Mm-hmm. You don't know what's in here. Right. If I applied this to water polo or to being an author or a chef, I would be 
Serge Ibaka. <laughs> Come on, Serge. Okay, you still be nasty, yeah. but it's funny. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. For sure. It's almost yeah, a classic case of don't judge a book by its cover. Yes. For sure. And we need to speak more to as 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 influencers to say, hey, don't just oh I, I make money because I play a, I play a sport. Don't oh I'm a I'm a trainer. No, I, don't put me in the box. I am mm. the box. Mm. I this is something you choose to view me as. But if I want to buy a house, you might be the best person to help me with that. Mm -hmm. And I'm not just saying that. You probably will be mm -hmm. because if you're dedicated in such a man, high magnitude that way. You're just trained to show dedication from that platform right. where you were, which is now you're showing the others, right. the other ways. Yeah, for sure. Probably from what you people perceive you as, right. which is less than what you actually can be. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so yeah, it's a it's, yeah, we good. Yeah, appreciate you, man. I thank you again, brother, for taking your time to come join us. Thank you. It's our third episode, so it's big for us to have you here. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we appreciate definitely that. appreciate it. Yeah, we appreciate it. Thank you very much. Thank you, man. Yep. Augustine for three. He drills it. <laughs> DJ Augustine.